Martha Wilson. Who couldn't use a little hope, encouragement, and inspiration? Tune in every week as we share heart-to-heart conversation with other hope seekers. Join us at the table for real talk that will meet you right where you are. So go ahead, press pause on worry, overwhelm, and crazy, and breathe in God of hope. Friends, and welcome to episode eight of A Burst of Hope. We're so glad you're joining us today. And Martha and I are going to be chatting about Thanksgiving week because obviously it's the week of Thanksgiving, and that's a good thing to chat about, isn't it? So we're excited that you're here, and we're looking forward to uh, our conversation today. And Martha, I just want to welcome you to my table today. Well, I love to be at your table, and as long as you have chocolate and cookies (laughs) and delicious coffee like this, I'll come any day, whether we record a podcast or not. (laughs) But it's great to be be here with you today. And you know what? That word table has been coming up a lot lately. I know that our new friends on our podcast, um, we invite them to join us at the table, but at our Touching Hearts gatherings, we've been talking a lot about the table. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, we've covered, you know, we started out with just that Jesus extends the invitation. He invites us to his table. Yes. Now that'll blow your mind. Yes. We could talk about that for mm-hmm. quite a while. But tips to think that Jesus has saved a seat through his life mm-hmm. for you and I at his table. Mm-hmm. And all are invited to come to the table. And then we talked about the table of forgiveness because because of his death, we're invited to participate, receive forgiveness, and be reconciled with him. Mm -hmm. But that, we Mm -hmm. learned one week that that table of reconciliation has to do with our relationships with other people, too. And then, you know, the way we come to the table matters. That's right. And the relationships of people that sit at the table with us Um, It matters how we treat one another. And in all of those conversations that we've been talking about over the last few weeks at our gatherings, um, I wanted to be able to bring it into our Thanksgiving podcast today because everybody's thinking about the table (laughs) and, you know, some are thinking about the turkey Mm -hmm. and the dressing and the, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. (laughs) Oh, sweet potato casserole. I think it's my favorite. Love that too. <laughs> but you know, we we look forward to those gatherings. Some seasons of our life, we cannot wait to get to the Thanksgiving table. And we all know it's not about the food, even though that takes up a lot of our time. But it's really about being together with family and friends, mm-hmm. um, people that mean a lot to us. But it's not always a table that you look forward to. And I guess I'm so aware of this because we have come through seasons, a long season of broken relationships, Mm -hmm. a lot of loss. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people are dreading Thanksgiving table um, because um, they don't get along with everybody at the table. Let's just say it real. You don't always like who's sitting at your table, (laughs) but we still have relationship. Mm -hmm. And Um, Sometimes there's people at the table that we kind of fake it and act like everything's wonderful when there is a barrier between us Mm -hmm. and our relationships. And we need a table of reconciliation and forgiveness. Um, You know, sometimes we dread the table because loved one that Mm -hmm. has always been at the table is not at the table. And uh, 
I know that's true for you, Kim, mm-hmm. as well as myself. Even mm-hmm. though years have passed, mm-hmm. it still you still remember. Yes, you do. The family that used to be at the table yeah. and how how it was, and we mm-hmm. we recognize that there's many of our friends listening in today. That that's where you are. Um, so. I would hope that our conversation today could help us not focus on the dread or mm-hmm. what is not or what used to be, mm-hmm. but like a new table. That's good, yes. And we can That's have a new good. table no matter who is at our table, what the relationships are like. Mm-hmm. But if we will allow what we're going to talk about, this Thanksgiving gratitude to take over our hearts. Yeah then it can change the way um, Thanksgiving looks this week, don't yes, you think? I believe that. That re- it makes me think of, you know, that's just how Jesus is. The everything, he's always doing something new. You know, his mercies are new every morning. His compassion never fails. His faithfulness is great. So why not celebrate and, and enjoy the new table that we find ourselves in Thanksgiving, but, you know, all season long with our, with our friends and family that we're going to be meeting with. Yeah. A, it makes it uh, something to look forward to instead of dread, like he said. Right. And that's a beautiful thing that we we can have. Yeah. You know, Kim, I like the way you said that. And, you know, it just makes me think. I remember the, the first Thanksgiving that my dad was not at the table. And we always met in the same place. We always sat in the same seats. And so that year we knew to change it up. Mm-hmm. And we totally changed up. Not only where we sat and how how we ate, how we celebrated, but we added some traditions that had never been there. Wow. And I think no matter where, what season you're in, what your life looks like, I think this is the year to shake it up and mm. do something different. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I like that. Shake it up. Yes. Let's, Let's shake it up. So everybody can have that around mm-hmm. this time that we are focusing on being thankful, grateful, and blessed. And, you know, as we were preparing for this, that verse from Philippians 4, 11, and 12 came up um, in our conversation because I think it's a really big part mm-hmm of thanksgiving, of being thankful, of letting gratitude fill our hearts. I think this this is one of those podcasts that will meet everyone mm. wherever they are. I yes. think it's one that all would have to say, oh yeah, I relate to that one mm-hmm. because thanksgiving must take over our hearts. Yes. But um, Philippians 4, 11, and 12 um, the New Living Translation says, I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or with little. Mm. And love that verse and how appropriate. And we want to just camp out a minute on this, I have learned. I know that that mm-hmm. hit something in you. So you yeah. want to talk about that for a minute? Well, it, first of all, if Paul is saying, <laughs> I have learned, then I know that brings hope to me yeah. that I can learn. We can learn to do these things. We can learn to be content. It's not something that comes natural. But it is something that we can practice. And sometimes we don't like that word because it sounds like work or it sounds like a discipline. But it's it's an opportunity to put God at, 
at the test because he's saying here, learn to be content whatever we have. And I think um, we can be so, I can be so discontent with things. I don't even realize how I'm going ahead in, <clears throat> in my days and I'm, it comes up like in my grumbling or complaining, whether I'm saying it out loud or not. I may be thinking these thoughts of like, oh, I wish, you know, this is broken, this doesn't work, or I wish my life was more like this, you know, and you find yourself, oh my goodness, I am just complaining about everything and I'm discontent, just yeah. like that. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully this scripture comes alive and reminds me that in the power of the Spirit, I can learn, I can practice by very practically speaking and counting the blessings that I have. They are gifts, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Every one of them is a yes. gift. Yeah. Count your blessings. Remember yes, that, that old song. Mm -hmm. And I think it says, name them one by oh, one. Right. And I know that that has impacted me in the past. As I was telling you, Kim, I'm reading Ann Voskamp's book, mm, A yes. Thousand I love it. Gifts. One mm. Thousand Gifts. And Yes, I read it when it first came out, and I think I was reading it for the first time when you and I were together at a retreat. Yeah, that's right. That's been a few years back. <laughs> I remember that, though. It was, um, <clears throat> yes, you were you were reading it, and it was making such an impact on you, and I think a couple of us in our group had the book already, but not all of us, and we were out that day, and we stopped at a little drugstore to, to get some things, and lo and behold, in the drugstore, was that book and yes. there were just enough copies so that the rest of us could have the book and start reading it that weekend and I remember it was just oh amazing yes. amazing it was impacting all of us yes. and so it that was so many years ago and it continues to impact me and this time of year I always pull it off of my shelf mm -hmm. to reread it mm -hmm. um, because Anne Voskamp wrote the book and she is I think that kind of put her name on the charts yeah. uh, through that book but you know, she was challenged by a friend in a very desperate time in her life to write down a thousand gifts, a thousand thank yous. And she said it went from being writing down things that she was thankful for, that she soon came to see, that she was writing down the ways that God loved her. Mm. And we think of the big things, you know, um, you know the scenario, whether it's at the Thanksgiving table or a game that you play mm -hmm. at a ladies' night out event, mm -hmm. you know, what are you thankful for? And it's easy to start naming the things that we're thankful for. But what Ann Voskamp's book did was it brought an awareness of, I remember like, the way that the light shines across mm. the floor are mm -hmm. the time, the chapter that she describes the bubble that came up out oh, of the yeah. dishwater. And yeah, that was so intricately and beautifully <laughs> described. Yes, yes. Yeah. she uses a lot of words, but I feel like she paints a picture mm -hmm. with her words. And But what it challenged me to do and is challenging me now was to look at the little what we would call nothings, mm -hmm. that we would see and feel the presence of God everywhere. Yes. We see His goodness. And before we uh, pressed record today, I showed you that picture that I took the yes. other day, and I found the leaf on the ground, and exactly half of it was red and half of it was green. And it just fascinated me that mm -hmm. I had to take a picture mm. and thank God for the unique way mm. that he does things. Yes, and yes. I think that's what counting his blessings mm -hmm. 
naming his blessings, mm. um, writing them down. And I know writing it down mm-hmm. impacted me more than just verbally yeah. saying, yeah, me too. thank you. Mm-hmm. It's very intentional. And it's a way that we learn. Mm-hmm. learn. We learn. That's right. We learn. We practice naming those gifts. Yeah. I remember that makes me think of, of a song that I heard recently when you and I got to go to a concert just a couple weeks ago. And it was an elevation worship concert, and it was wonderful. And um, But one song in particular that uh, really impacted me was called Million Little Miracles, remember? Oh, and, do I? Oh, yeah, we both were, you were talking about it too. That it, I mean, I love the song, but what they did at the concert was they, on the screen above them, very large for everyone to see, they posted miracles going across the screen. Like, you know, my dad got out of the hospital today. My sister was healed of cancer. All these big miracles. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. Because they were real people, you could tell, that had written in or, and they were putting them up there. And that was wonderful. And I just began to get real teary-eyed and watching that. Like, oh, that's so wonderful, God. Thank you that you're doing these miracles. Because I, I needed to see. I, I need to hear that God heals people. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just need to know that God still does that. And so I was so rejoicing in seeing those. But then at the same time, on the side of the screen, they started listing the miracles that, like what we were just talking about, writing down, I have breath in my body today. The sun is shining so beautifully today. Um, There's food on my table. You know, yeah. I, my kids are coming over to visit. What All these, what we would call maybe smaller miracles on the side screen, but I was just overwhelmed because I was seeing how big God is. Yes, he comes in with the big miracles, but those other miracles are no less big because we're seeing it's God yeah. and he's showing us himself. And he comes into our story and shouts loudly, hey, I am here. Yes. And that is... That's Thanksgiving, that we get to see him uh, in maybe what we would call the mundane every day. But it makes us aware and invites him, I think, into our presence and into our day. Because we're looking and we're expectant as we start naming these gifts. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And I think about, Kim, that it, it matters where our heart already is. Mm-hmm. And if we're in a state of discontentment, angry unforgiving, hate my life, hate this world, hate everything about what's going on around me, then we're not going to see God at work. Mm -hmm. And I was in the grocery store a few weeks ago, and I just had the joy of the Lord was full in my Mm -hmm. heart. And I was looking around me because of where I was in my heart. I was looking around me. And there was a man back in the prepackaged cut up fruit. And he reached for one little container and when he grabbed that container he bumped another one which bumped another one and they start yes dominoes (laughs) they start falling and I could tell he was so embarrassed and he didn't know Mm. what to do and I started laughing and I said sir I have to tell you a story Uh, I remembered I was um, years ago and I just took one apple and when I took that apple the beautiful display they just started rolling I, there was no way I could stop them, and I I just spread my my arms out and my body to try to stop. Well, when I told him this, he started oh, laughing, oh, and when he walked so cool. away, he just said, um, "Have a blessed day, ma'am." Oh. But as I tell that, it was like mm. it was 
that's how God's blessings are. Mm-hmm. They start rolling and tumbling mm-hmm. faster than we can receive them, count them. But it has to do with where our heart is, the place of our heart. And when our heart is not filled with contentment and thanksgiving, then we won't see it. We won't name it. We won't count his blessings. We will see disaster happening all around Mm -hmm. us. We'll see the fruit tumbling instead of the outpouring of the blessings. And, you know, I just, I need this today, Kim. I think that this podcast is for us (laughs) to just lift my eyes up from all that's going on in my world Mm. and to be called to an awareness that there are so many blessings to see that, and count them a million. Yes. What, is, what was the name of the it song? A million little miracles. One, two, three, four. I can't even count them all. Yes. But yet we try. We do yes. try to count them all. Yes. We can't. And going back to that night, mm-hmm. another thing that was a part of that song was they had a little counter mm, that's at right. the yeah. right up under the center of the mm-hmm. screens. And it's, I don't know, I assume it started with one, but there was so much going on and it was spinning so fast until it got all the way up to Mm. a million. Mm. And my insides were Mm. just shaking because Mm -hmm. it was such a beautiful expression. So Kim, do you think that we can see God in a million little ways, no matter what's going on in our life? I do. I I do. But I, I believe, like you said, it's it's a condition of our heart. We have to be aware of our heart, which affects our eyes, you know, how we see the world, um, how we see our lives. And uh, it's like that, you know, sometimes we feel like there's a filter, you know, when your glasses are dirty and you want to, I got to clean these and you keep cleaning them and they just don't come clean. And that's, that's how that discontentment is. It's like everything's just filtered through this gray yuck. And, you know, it may be boredom. It may be I mean, there may be good reasons for that, but still, no matter what the circumstances are, because God's word says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say be thankful for, but it says be thankful in. So to me, that means wherever I find myself, I'm to be thankful in that place and look for God to look for God there and but you know even if I don't see him I can still say thank you God because you're I know you're here even I, I don't feel you or see you your word says you're here so thank you Lord that you're here thank you that I'm in this tough situation right now because I'm going to see you at work you have to be my deliverer you know that's the big things but even in the small little every day yeah thank you God that I can go sit on my porch today and rock and have a cup of coffee and and praise your name you know or thank you that I'm going to be tied up with my four grandchildren here in a little bit, and they're going to be yelling and screaming, and it's going to be wonderfully chaotic. Yes, I was wondering what <laughs> word you were going to yeah, choose. That's what I'll wonderfully <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Wonderfully chaotic. Yeah. Wonderfully beautiful. Yes, wonderfully beautiful. Beautiful messes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. yes, definitely, I think that's part of the abundant life that we're promised is if we will just choose to do what his word says and be thankful and count them. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the quotes I remember in Anne's book, you know, she she taught us the word Eucharisteo, mm-hmm. which is to give thanks. And she said that the door in the wall is Eucharisteo. Mm. And she talked about how 
to enter into a certain place, there has to be a doorway, you know, to move from one place to another. And she presents that Thanksgiving, Eucharisteo, is actually the door through that wall. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about that and, and pondered a bit that, you know, sometimes I just feel like I can't get past where I am. Um, I'm reading the Word. I'm worshiping the Lord. I've searched my heart. Lord, is mm. there any sin that's in the way? And But Thanksgiving actually being the doorway that moves me through. So if I begin to count and I begin mm. to thank God, you know, even from the things that I don't like, um, that's another thing that um, I had written down that Anne said that there's a part of thanking God no matter if you're in the midst of death, divorce, mm. or debt mm -hmm. because it's a language that we must learn to speak. Yes. And so as I walk through the doorway by thanking, thanking God, one, two, three, four, mm -hmm. I thank Him. It takes me into another place because there is a learning no matter what is going on. That's right. And I think that it's a beautiful gift to God. Mm. As you said, when I thank God in all things, I'm going to thank Him in this place mm -hmm. that is chaotic, mm -hmm. crazy, messy, painful. Mm. You feel like you're not going to live through it, mm -hmm. but you do. It tra it changes us. Yeah, it it's does. the very thing that it changes does. us. And I, it also encourages me that that verse that says, I have learned, you know, Paul said he learned. I mean, that brings so much hope to me that we can learn to do this wherever we are. If you feel like, I, I'm not, that we can learn this. Yes. Know? And that's exciting. And, you know, we had Robin Dixon on our podcast a few back. And I remember from years ago, one of the things that Robin would say often mm -hmm. was practice, practice, yes. practice. Yep. And so the things that we are learning, we intentionally practice them mm -hmm. over and over and over because it um, gets something out of us. Mm -hmm. And Voskamp talks about when a nail is stuck in a piece of wood, um, without the head that you can pull it out. You take another nail and you hammer it down mm -hmm. and it drives out that nail. Mm -hmm. And it's a picture of what Thanksgiving does to discontentment mm -hmm. or whatever is, is in our heart. Mm -hmm. It will hammer out what is in my heart that is stuck, and it will move me from one place to another. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. So we need that, I we think. Do. You know, so when we know that our heart is yuck and what is coming up out of us, I intentionally practice yeah. it. And we can add to the practice, practice, practice. We could also say hammer, hammer, hammer. 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 I've got to get this out of my heart. That's right. And the way I'm going to get it out of my heart is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And Kim, I don't think it's just discontentment. I think it is the dread. Okay, mm. so what are you dreading about mm. this coming week? Hammer, hammer, hammer. Mm. Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. What am I fearful of, of what's what it's going to feel like this week? Mm. Hammer, hammer, mm. hammer. Mm. Thanksgiving. Um, what if my house is not like it should be? <laughs> Thanksgiving, I have a house. Amen. Thanksgiving, I have someone, you know, to mm -hmm. share this with. Mm -hmm. And by the way, 
if you don't have anyone that you're going to share Thanksgiving with this week, this, yeah, this coming week, um, I just challenge you, who can you invite? Mm, who can right. you invite to share a sandwich with you? Mm-hmm. Make sure it's a turkey sandwich. <laughs> but who can you share? Because yeah. we have to move our eyes away from what I do not have mm-hmm. and away from what used to be that is no more. That's right. And we look, and the Bible tells us that the way that our heart will be refreshed and lifted up from a place of depression is is that we would refocus mm-hmm. on someone else yes. and we would refresh them. That's right. That's beautiful. That's part of the new table, you know, that we were talking about earlier that God may be inviting someone to to actually step out of your comfort zone a little bit and invite someone to your table this week that you that um that needs to be that needs to be refreshed at the table yes and you know the bible also says about you never know when you're entertaining an angel oh yes yeah so Mm -hmm. what angel needs to be invited you know to our table and i just i pray that god would fill your heart Mm -hmm. with much thanksgiving and that can happen by intentionally uh even if it's forceful intentionally, forcefully choosing, I will give thanks. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to begin, you know, maybe it's a notepad, maybe it's a special journal, Mm. uh, maybe it's the back of a book you're already writing in that you just begin to write down daily, what am I thankful for? What am I thankful for? And uh, Kim and I just pray that your heart would be filled up with gratitude this week and that you would find joy as you give thanks to God. Yes, amen. And we are thankful that you would choose to listen to a burst of hope today with us. And uh, we're trusting God to be God of hope in every place in your life. And thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful and blessed Thanksgiving. Friends, thank you for joining us today for a burst of hope. Until next week, go ahead, receive his overflowing hope.